Quartercast. Uh, thanks for tuning in. I guess um, here I'm with the Chesapeake's this time. How are you? How are you guys? Oh, fantastic! Doing well. Do you want to uh, introduce yourselves and say what you play in the band? Absolutely. Uh, my name is Andrew. Uh, I play the keys. I tickle the ivories and uh, <laughs> kind of co-songwriter with uh, this gentleman. My name is Omar. I'm lead vocal and play a little bit of guitar. Uh, not lead, just rhythm and co-songwriter as well <laughs> nice and it's good to see you again andrew i guess we should establish i guess we're like old family yes. friends it's been a while oh so. My gosh. so yeah i was just saying it's been like over 10 years probably yeah so this is really nice it is and i'm so glad you thought to send me the track you guys did the single um and i, I want to play that for people but let's let's set it up Let, let's get to the song let's get there so um Talk to me a little bit about how you guys met up and how you became a band. Oh, yes. So this one goes way back. <laughs> We've known each other since kindergarten. No, we haven't. No. Uh, Still like eight years or something. It's been a while. It's grown. I don't know how long it is. So we met at Savannah College of Art and Design, where we were not studying music. Mm-hmm. We were studying film and television. Uh, and so we met there in the, uh, the wonderful Deep South. And... Whilst at college, we really enjoyed, we very quickly picked up on doing a lot of fun just like jam sessions and stuff because we, we were both musicians and that was just a fun way to pass the time and, and groove. Uh, you know, if it wasn't Guitar Hero, then it would be, you know, real instruments. I think we just played Creep for like four years straight. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a staple. Yep. Yeah. That's um, a good song. One of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that actually we expanded a little bit and we we formed an unofficial band with some other friends there there were how many of us five six i think there were five Five or six six of us and we would have like weekly get-togethers and honestly i think this 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 band in particular it was all over like one semester it feels like it was like years of this but really (laughs) it was like very rapid i I think it was like literally two months (laughs) that the band was alive (laughs) yeah and we i mean it was a lot of fun because we played we played a lot a lot of covers i mean only covers really at this time and we were playing um uh what were some of the big ones city City in color the girl city in color Um, i had never heard of dallas green or any two coins by something yep uh there's some other boston Boston by Augustana, yeah. All those just fun, um, and we had a lot of cool harmonies going. We had a, a female vocalist with us. We had another guitarist. Um, we we were talking about getting a a cajon for some yeah. sick percussion. Yeah, sweet. Uh, anyway, we rehearsed all these like covers and stuff, and it was sounding pretty cool. And then, unbeknownst to us, what like it seemed like overnight, the band imploded. And we had no idea. Omar and I were just blissfully like we showed up one day for practice, and like there's this the mood. The mood was, was awful. So, was someone was, yeah, someone was weird. Like no one was clicking, and we're like, "What's going on?" Like, so we find out later, and I won't go into much detail, but there were some relationships within the band. Ah, uh, it's always a killer. <laughs> and we had no idea. And then there was like a love triangle going on, completely outside, <laughs> unbeknownst to us. And so then the whole thing just dissolved. And so. Um, I told my dad this, and he's like, "Well, it sounds like you had a a, a band experience, a yeah. like band experience." You Fleetwood Mac'd it. We Fleetwood Mac'd it. So, yeah, so that it died. And this, I think the saddest thing about that is like we were literally about to get up that courage to like go play some coffee shops, shows. A friend of ours was like, 
in, tapped into the the student um, whatever weekly community activities, and so it was going to be a good opportunity to just like push us out the door and go, and then it just kind of and like, start recording. Like the guy, mm-hmm. I guess the leader, yeah, kind of, of the band, would, the band. Like, just paid thousands of dollars of recording for recording equipment. Oh, jeez! And then because like, he was big in the music, just on his own. Yeah, yeah. a day later this happened and then we never used it. <laughs> <laughs> never he was building his like in his dorm he made a sound closet and everything. But oh wow that's serious. It was cool yeah it was it was gonna be a lot of fun. Um, anyway so we probably went way up on a tangent on that but no, that's, fine. that's kind of like the roots of like we tasted that and we're like that's really that was a lot of fun collaborating with these other artists you know just having a good time cutting loose um, and then uh, so yeah so we flash forward from that I guess Portland is the next. You're like yeah, um, we graduate, we move to Portland. Um, why? Why Portland? So we. What was it the tree all there? I got hired on. There's to too a, much sun over here. <laughs> <laughs> I got hired uh, to a production company out there. I gotcha. And um, Having, and then I got Andrew out there. Um, he did. He did. And so we just started working, living there, and kind of music was our escape because we hated our job. <laughs> 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 and so. Um, I remember, like, one day at lunch break, I just, like, went to the music store that was right across the street from oh, our yeah, office. Oh, yeah, that was, like, a block I from the street. just literally was like, I need music, and I bought a guitar for, like, 800 <laughs> no, bucks. Really or something like that. There. Yeah, yeah. And so he had his piano. No, I, I bought a piano. Oh, no, no. No, he did buy a piano. Yeah, I bought that same music store. I went down, you're like, dude, they got great deals on there. So <laughs> yeah. I went down, I bought, like, a $600 keyboard. It's still the one that I'm using. It's, like, the most expensive instrument I've ever bought. And I was like, oh, yeah. my gosh, this <laughs> right. is great. So, yeah, we... Yeah. So then we... Like, every now and then, we tried to keep up this thing of, like, every Friday, we would Facebook Live and, like, do a cover or a couple covers based yeah. on what people were, like, suggestion, suggesting. Yeah. Um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So, people could tune in. Yep. Like, yeah, a virtual concert. Exactly. Mostly just, like, old college friends and stuff. People just jumping in and be like, oh, yeah, what's up, guys? And we'd, we'd just play, like, ridiculous covers and stuff. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. I wish we would, like, I would love to do that now and, like, take it we even should. more serious, but, like... We did for a second try to like get a professional like microphone set up and all that, but yeah, yeah. we didn't figure that out. Yeah, that was the early um, stages, yeah. So that was like stage two of this music journey. That's right. And then we moved back home after we quit our job, and uh, we don't really make music for a while. And then no, when yeah. we made La Bruja, that was like, I just had an idea on the guitar one day and a, like a little chorus and then we wrote the song and we it was like the first time we've ever tried to produce music ever because it sounds really good like the the sound quality i mean and well also the song uh don't want to <laughs> but you hate so, it too kind, too kind. <laughs> but but i want to ask did you guys record that on your own or did you go somewhere to record it yeah, yeah there's a healthy mix of that for sure well, kind of i mean we did 95 percent yeah. of it that was my little sounds yeah so let me just say that whenever omar decides that he wants to do something he does it like (laughs) one thousand percent which is amazing like it's that perfectionist in him and so he's like if we're gonna do this music thing i'm not messing around i'm not just gonna you know record on on my cell phone let's let's so he he got some you know great software and plugins and you know laptop microphones laptop he's got the whole setup and and we had he built this home studio and so from there um we we had basically um let me back up a little bit before we started recording we would have these little jam sessions just at his house and a buddy of ours jake was also there and he would Mm -hmm. play guitar he'd do more lead guitar stuff and um we started playing with these songs that we had pseudo written most of the time they had like a 
a verse and a chorus, and then they never, we never, we never got verse two, and we mm-hmm. just repeat verse one or whatever it is. Um, but it was really sounding good. It was, it was cool to play it in a live environment, live as in just the three of us. But um, and there's some like cell phone recordings of that too, and we're like, oh, this is a lot of fun. And so then once we had kind of had this, like, we had a, a have probably like a half dozen or more songs that are like in this pseudo stage of like almost written, almost finished. Yeah, like once we get those recorded, yeah, and so La like Bruja, everything's done. La Bruja was the one that we were just like really connected with and it's like okay let's yeah let's record this one let's, let's make some I think that one because we like started re- we started recording it into the computer and mm-hmm. we just kept adding something and we would get hyped on it and be like oh my god that sounds so <laughs> oh, cool yeah, yeah. and then like add another thing and it just kept going and going and like building itself almost based on like just tiny ideas we had and we were able to actually execute them yeah. as beginner producers yeah yeah and that's like yeah the whole thing is like we didn't know what the heck we were doing yeah. and so YouTube University. And, <laughs> That's helpful. And just our background of just, you know, playing and and, and we asked friends and stuff. And, and yeah, and, and it's, it became this. So, yeah, like he said, like 98% of that is pretty much all recorded. Um, and the filmmaking background does help with, like, producing music just because sure. we understand, like, levels and sure you, like you have to know audio. And stuff like yeah, that. We yeah. do work with audio in videos, so we know how to, like, fix audio and do right. all that stuff. Yeah, so we kind of had a head start on that. So yeah. it really wasn't too hard to like get into Logic, which is what we use, mm-hmm. and like start yeah. making our song. It's playing around in there, yeah. All right, well, let's take a quick listen to it. Um, here's La Bruja.
Yeah, so that's a great song. And um, can you talk to me about what, what, can you put a finger on like what was compelling you guys to keep working on it as opposed to some of the other ones? Like what was it that drew you guys in? Um, yes. Yeah. So what's what's really <laughs> fun about this one is I think we kept trying to uh, like identify like a genre for it. And we it was very difficult. And, you know, we landed on like, this is a pop rock, but it's actually alt rock, but there's like some Latin vibes in there. Um, and Omar's family listened to a lot of Latin music too, and that he like, and then that influenced me, and then I I now listen to a lot of it too. It's just it's really catchy, uh, Gypsy Gypsy Kings and yeah, yeah all that great stuff. Well, you were listening to like Rodrigo and Gabriel. Oh yeah, Rodrigo and Gabriel. I saw them live. Oh my gosh. So all that like, so there's this weird eclectic sound to it that was difficult to identify, which. I love about it. Yeah. It makes it... And a lot of the feedback is that it's weird, so people like it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, when we were trying to figure out the genre of our band, we were like... I think we originally went in there trying to be, like, a hybrid of, like, Chris Stapleton and, like, something else, like a country yeah, yeah. rock pop. And then we were like, okay, no, let's not do that. Let's do, like, mm -hmm. indie pop. And I think then we're now kind of going into, like, electro pop. So we're not really sure, but yeah, we're still kind of discovering. Like, it was you. like the perfect <laughs> mixture of like everything we like. Yeah. And so when we thought of what the possibilities were of that song, we were like, oh, we have to like we have to make this as our first song. Yeah, yeah. The um, uh, going back to I, I mentioned that that when we first tasted like collaborating with other uh, creatives, like La Bruja was also a great platform to do that. And so, um, you know, with with soft, software instruments. You know the, the world is your oyster yeah. and being able to play keys I mean hypothetically then I can play any instrument um, you know of course mm -hmm. a real brass instrument sounds way better than anything sure. the keyboard can synthesize but um, we had built kind of the framework of the song and we were looking at it we're like really happy with it and then we were like how can it be better how can we make this better let's involve some other folks who maybe have experience beyond ours and so one of the things we did um, were the drums and so the drums, we, can, we had just kind of, Omar's got some drumming background, mm -hmm. and so he, he's played on a kit and everything, and so he's a, so he's a very talented drummer. He may not think it. <laughs> but, uh, but we were like, let's, let's spice up the drums, because they were pretty, we just kind of had like a generic sound to it. Yeah. So, um, Shout so out to Song Builder Studios. Yeah, Song Builder. So Steven over at Song Builder Studios, and this was, again, this was like a mutual acquaintance, friend of a friend of a, a band that we had filmed uh, their music video, Big Infinite. We shot their music video, and then we talked with Jordan from that band. They're local here in Baltimore. And he's like, hey, you know, Steven, we love Steven, and he does great stuff over Song Builder. Went over, met Steven, and he hooked us up with some awesome drums. So the drums you hear in the song are his drums, Like, and we, we were there in the session and, and tweaking and everything and got those sounding really nice. Yeah. Um, and then I'll pass this over to you, Omar, for the solo. The main oh, solo. Oh, yeah. So the solo in the last solo, the first solo is Jake, like the mini solo. Mm -hmm. um, the guy we originally started the band with who joins us every now and then. Uh, the last solo is this Instagram guitarist that I found called Brandon. His name is Brandon Brown. And he's a beast. Guy's like, crazy. He's so good. Guy's and crazy. I, I like, I think he offered like guitar lessons, which is how I originally found him. Mm hmm. And he was like, I could do Skype guitar lessons. And at that time, I was like, oh, I want to be a lead guitarist. <laughs> and then I was like, no, I don't got time for this. <laughs> and so um, I reached out to him later after we spoke about the, the lessons about our song. And he was all for it. He loved the sound of it. He like sent me a file, a, a guitar solo in like 
24 hours. Oh, wow. That's yeah. wild. He, like, just did it. Crushed it. Cranked first, it out. First time. Like, had no problems with his song. It was, like, <laughs> the most perfect fit. Flopped it into the song. We're like, this is amazing. Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. So. Everything we wanted. He's, he's amazing. Everyone should check him out. Yeah, check out Brandon Brown. Um, yeah. So that was, like, that was crucial. Because that just. We love in, in all of our songs. I say all of them. We only have one recorded. But the other ones <laughs> yeah. that we're, we're There are building, a lot of songs, and they're good. We like, oh, they're great. We love <laughs> to build. You kind of, like, telling a story, it grows and grows. Yeah. And, like, adding a layer, adding a layer. And so when you're just, you hype you up, and you reach that climax of the song, and it's, we want it to just be, like, bumping. So that really drove that home. And, um... Yeah, and then I guess the, the final mixing, yeah. the mix, yeah, final the mix was the, the hardest. Was, we, yeah, mixing is mixing a challenge. Mixing is hard, yeah. So we tried and tried and failed. <laughs> I mean, we had it in a good spot, but not like what it is now. Yeah, um, we went to meet with like four different mixers least, yeah. in DC and Baltimore, and um, really didn't connect with any of them. So eventually, I was like watching production tutorials on how to be a music producer, so I can better myself. And I found this guy, Austin Hall. Hall? Hull? H-U-L-L. Yep. H-U-L-L? Something like Austin that. Austin Hull. Yeah. yeah. Um, make pop music on YouTube or whatever. And it, I texted him a tutorial. texted Andrew a tutorial from him. And I was like, we should do this. And he was like, why don't we just get him to like mix our song? And I was like, oh, man. That's <laughs> a really good idea. So I think... Uh, who reached out? I, I reached yeah, out. Yeah, we, we, out. we touched base and it was... And he I was mean, down for it too. He loved it. He was like, I think this could be massive. Like, <laughs> we can totally do this. And like three revisions later and we... Oh, man. That's the song. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Man. Helped he, us he out a lot. That's... Built that up. Because yeah, we, 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 we realized at a certain point that we can't wear all the hats. Yeah. And, you know, involving these other people who obviously are doing this for a living. And again, like with our filmmaking background, there's only so many hours in a day we're dedicating to music. And so we're like, all right, well, let's, you know, let's make this as good as it can be. And, uh, yeah, we're really happy how it turned out. Yeah, it's kind of interesting how you reached out to people online. But I, I want to talk to you more about that. But before we get there, um, can you talk to me about, like, writing the lyrics? Where did that inspiration come from? Absolutely. So what's funny with the lyric, the, the starting lyric that really kicked the whole song off was Omar just randomly jams out sometimes. And he just mm-hmm. comes out and he would, like, text me or call me. Be like, just listen to this. I'll just, like, say a, sing- <laughs> a single line or something or a riff. And I was like, oh, that's dope. And, and you know, and typically, and he'll admit it himself, that it's, it doesn't mean anything. It's nonsensical at the time. It has, like, a bass meaning to it, but I'm, like, ad-libbing as I'm just, or I'm just, like, improvising as I'm playing. And so sometimes these lines can just be weird and, like, barely have any meaning mm-hmm. to So them. the line that was the, the linchpin, is that the right? For the song was, um, you might ring doorbells, but doorbells mean nothing to me. <laughs> and that's our chorus. And... He's like, listen to this. You might ring doorbells and doorbells mean nothing to me. I was like, cool. What does it mean? He's like, I have no idea. And we're like, cool. Let's just build a song around that. And we did. And so it kind of, it grew and grew into, to have more purpose. And as we, it, we, this character who's, who's been hurt, he's been done wrong. And he, and you know, he's, he's searching, he's trying to find out, you know, what, what to do. And, and this, this La Bruja, this, this witchy woman is like the Eagles there. Um, you know, is is going around and, and you know going behind his back and stuff. So yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the impetus I, for the song. I always liked songs that have like darker lyrics but still have a happy kind of like you can still sting jam you out sure. kind of vibe to it. So anytime I write, it's usually like a breakup song, even though I have an amazing girlfriend <laughs> and stuff. But um, yeah. yeah, most of my stuff is like breakup songs, but they're like fun 
kind of dark pop. Yeah, I mean that's always the best. You gotta, yeah, so, yeah. so then we wanted to like have lyrics that were catchy, which was the most important thing because we wanted people to like remember and get it stuck in their head. Um, but um, I don't remember where I was going. That's yeah. I mean yeah, that's, that's that's a big good. thing. So like the the verses and you know they all kind of tie back to that same story. And oh, I think one of the final final things that we tweaked. Excuse me. Um, we kind of wrapped up. You, you come out of that Brandon Brown solo, and we're, we're, we're final final chorus, and we had wrapped it up, and it was just kind of one one and done with the the doorbells mean nothing to me. And then we're like, we need we need more. Let's that we're still in this vibe. We don't mm. want to cut it off so early. So we, we came back in and we like extended that final chorus and kind of switched it up. And that's something I always love when I'm listening to music when when the artist will like switch it up or change it, even lyrically or you know tonally anything from you know chorus to chorus or whatever it is so yeah we kind of added those extra final lines and oh yeah it variation. Was, i remember what i was gonna say it was we wanted to be catchy but we also wanted to like have a cool like poetry to it mm-hmm. right that's that which is like we like double meanings like you might be wicked but it's not your book that i read oh mm-hmm. yeah it's like a lot of like witchy vibe but like the book and oh yeah uh, there's a lot yeah. of a lot of those things and um I, I think my problem is i'll like i'll text omar some lyrics and be like what do you think and he's like what does it mean? Because it's like, I mean, it's cool, it's poetic, but it's like, it's too poetic. And it's like too, and it's like for, not that we're trying to be like super pop or anything, but it's like you do want something that people can understand, listen to, and jive to. And sure. so as like, I, for me, it's always trying to find a blend of that like, you know, catchy kind of, uh, don't oversimplify, but you know. Yeah. Don't don't bust out that thesaurus and just confuse everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, there's a good balance, you know. Yeah. You got you've got the Beatles like I want to hold your hand and then, you right. know, whatever crazy lyrics they wrote about like octopuses gardens oh, and yeah, stuff I mean, like you know, <laughs> tripping on something. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, um uh, I wanted to ask you about people you reached out through social media to help you with this. Mm-hmm. Was that um, a pretty satisfying process? And more generally, what are your thoughts on working that way? Because I've never, I've never worked that way, but I, I don't see why that wouldn't be a good way to sure. collaborate. So, um, we totally would have loved to collaborate with people in Baltimore and DC, but we're so new to the music thing. That we don't really know people yet. And the people we do know, like it may be different they got genres their own, yeah, or, yeah different genres or they got their own thing going on like trying to get their own bands going so i mean if there are any other people hey you can recommend us hit us up, hit us <laughs> up. <laughs> we'd love to collaborate but um as for reaching out to people through social media that was super simple like literally like i mean i did message a bunch of guitarists yeah um brandon brown got back to me Very immediately responsive. but other guitarists have i mean he has like thirty four thousand followers i don't know how he got my message but yeah <laughs> um, Others like have more that I reached out to, like sure. bigger guitarists, and I didn't get a response from sure, them. Sure. Which I'm assuming a lot of the times will happen unless you go for like not as famous, yeah, social media people. Right, but right. people are always the down to collab with inundated. any yeah. industry mm-hmm. most of the time. So that was really easy. Um, I'd say like mixing from like getting the mix process done through someone that isn't from like local mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that isn't local. It's kind of annoying. It's hard because yeah. you're like. You have so much to say, and you want to be there and like hear it. And it's just easier it's if you were baby. in the room with it someone. Be like, no, we don't like that. Rather than like keep getting revisions and being like, no, this needs to change. This needs to change. This needs to change. And then they could like do it wrong, and then you're like, no, uh, it needs like, to be like this. But it's so hard to say over the phone or like, something. I think and I'm, it's hard to explain like yeah, how you want something absolutely. mixed. Absolutely, and to articulate this thing. Yeah, like w- some of our final revisions were just like, like just 
decibels of of the change like just like minus two on that one <laughs> little second just bring that back or plus the whatever it's real minute things that like you could probably do in an instant if you're sitting right there yeah. With the yeah. sometimes it's like so hard i run into the problem of like not making sense being like i want it massive but soft at the same time like just yeah. things loud that really... quiet yeah <laughs> it's like loud a michael jackson like give time. it more love like, oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. i don't know what that means um uh, so I agree with what he said. There was, and I guess our one local connection was the Stephen at Song Builder doing the drums. So that was, we were in the space, we were sitting there. Yeah, he and was we, great. And we did bang out those drums. Um, and again, being right, I don't, that would have taken so long mm-hmm. if, if we weren't there. And I mean, he did a great job first time through, but like, we have a very specific, you know, we're hearing in our head. And so, yeah, we, yeah. we want that to come through. and. And I, the scary part is like you for the mixing process or production, whatever you pay for, like we're trying to also get our film company off the ground. So yeah. like we're putting a lot of our money into that. And so yeah. when you have people that are like $700 to mix it, you're like, oh, who do I trust? Yeah, like, like, yeah. like, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. I don't know who to trust. Yeah. And so you got to like hope you made the right choice or else you're $700 plus dollars yeah. down oh, the yeah. drain. Yeah. The last thing we got, we don't want, we're not going to release it into the world, you know, if we're not happy with it. Yeah. And so like regardless if we dumped all the money into it we're like oh that was another thing <laughs> like the whole mixing thing is like at some point in time if it's good enough you gotta just like let your baby let go, your baby mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. yeah that's a that's a film thing 100 as well yeah films i'm glad that came out oh sorry oh, i was just saying this it's, it's i think martin scorsese said films aren't released they escape he's a smart man yeah so film is your guys primary project uh can you talk to me about how this like relates to that it's it's kind of an escape right it's not like or are you considering making music for the projects you have or we've thought about it actually yeah like, we now that i've dropped like ten thousand dollars on software <laughs> and plugins <laughs> You're and all set that, to go we we our main thing right now is like making cinematic wedding films. That's right. Mm. Um, you know anybody getting married? Call us up. Yeah. Twenty seven films. That's right. <sighs> so, um, yeah, we were like, we can we pay for licensed music to be mm-hmm. legal. And yeah. To be do everything fair by the books. And, yeah, yeah. Do everything by the books. Like we don't put Ed Sheeran in our our videos. I'm yeah. Sorry, but yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> most people do that, but it's not. It's not, it's legal. not legal. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we were like, we can just make this music because Andrew is an amazing piano player. And Too kind. <laughs> I would just sit there and watch him play piano. <laughs> but it would save us money and we could create like custom songs for couples, which would be like so cool. Tailored it's like to their them. own song. Yeah, tailored to so We thought about that. Um, and then we were like, we can kind of direct our own music video. But we have some really cool ideas for this song, La Bruja. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Other than that, it's just an escape. It's just yeah. a hobby for us. For That's sure. awesome. When we just get burned out by the film game. We go to the music game. <laughs> now, you do have more music in the works. Um, I understand that there's an EP coming out, uh, probably. Yeah, yeah. So before we realized that um, music is hard work, um, <laughs> we were going to release an EP last Thanksgiving. And then we... we took poured, like eight months to make took eight months song. for this one song. Yeah. Because we, were, we had a life outside of it as well. And so once we released La Bruja... We're like, all right, that was a lot of fun. Let's do more. We've got these other songs we're sitting on. Um, let's have a realistic goal, though. But I think, you know, if we're able to really put our head on the chopping block and give ourselves deadlines, um, we're hoping to release some more tracks this year for sure. And um, we've already got one 
half recorded right now. Two, like three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, we're just kind of finessing those right now. And that's that goes back to the whole, like, we loved working with Austin and the, and the mix master. He killed it. But as we move forward, we want to be able to, we want to be self-sufficient. We mm-hmm. really want, you know, and, and we, we're always fascinated learning all these different aspects of anything. And so just keep learning, learning, learning. And so Omar's already, you know, come leap, leaps and bound from he was, from when he, where he was nine months ago. Um, and so, I mean, I, I do foresee in the foreseeable future uh, being able to mix a master of our own songs. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're kind of slower than have. most bands, I feel like, just because we're still, like, learning how to produce this stuff on our own. And yeah. we kind of want to do it on our own just because, at least the production element of it, because, like Andrew said, we hear the song in our heads, so we both, Yeah, like, no one can do that for you. Yeah. <laughs> so if we just make it, it's easier just, like, making yeah. our own films. Um, but, yeah, I mean, also, we, we want to, like, go into playing live places it's mm-hmm. like a huge bucket list goal of ours but we need to find like a band because we're just the two of us yeah, like yeah. andrew said he'll play keys on for drums or right or trumpet or whatever but we're like if we had a live guitar or a lead yeah. guitarist and a drummer to oh, yeah. go and actually play some shows which would be really cool and then that would also speed up our production process because then instead of trying to like play guitar on piano or finding someone on social media would have someone in our band so, yeah yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's cool. Maybe um, you know, uh, so so you're looking to add more members. Maybe someone will hear this and be interested. Yeah, I don't know. Reach out. You like the sound? <laughs> sure. At gmail dot com. <laughs> yeah, right. Um. All right. I I don't want to keep you too long because I know you got something to get to. Um. I'm trying to think. Are, are are there any other things you want people to know about in terms of the music or the or the uh the video? That's a really good question. And they're probably I I had thought of these yesterday and this morning and then I've blanked. Um, definitely, definitely check out our Instagram. Give us a follow if you like the music. You know the song is available. What's great about what's great about music is there's now there's it's so many platforms and that is accessible. I mean it's, the track's on YouTube. I mean you can go listen. It's free. You know and so it's ear candy for you. It doesn't take anything out of your pocket. I mean if you're already on one of these free streaming services, so go check it out. Uh, and uh, share it if you like it. Share if you like it. There is more music coming out. That's more what music. I want to say. There will be more music by the end of this year. Hopefully, a full album. Yeah. Of like five to eight songs. Nice. Um, but yeah, that's our goal. That's like right. we're trying to. We actually just spoke the other day about like one day a week where we just dedicate to music. So yeah, if we do that, there's then, no way that it won't be ready. Yeah, we'll yeah. be ready. And so music will trickle into our Spotify pages. So if you or Instagram or Facebook, whatever. So if you follow that. You will be updated with everything. Yeah, you'll be the first to know. <laughs> yep. Awesome. Well, it's excited to catch you guys at the beginning of this project. Um, I, so I always wrap up these interviews asking uh, what advice you'd have for a younger band or a new band. But since this project, you guys have played music together for a while. But since this project is new, I, I guess I'll just kind of change that a little bit to, to ask, what did you learn about uh, specifically getting La Bruja ready that you that you think you'll use yourselves like for the, the next round? That's a great question. Um, oh, that is a good question. I'll say, and this kind of stems off of the whole like reaching out to anybody and everybody who inspires you. Um, and this is this is a great philosophical just life to, to live this way. The worst thing anybody can say is no to your request. And so, you know, if you've got this great idea and you're like, Oh, I want to get this so-and-so involved, you know, reach out, touch base. Um, you know, they might 
never read it or whatever. And if they do read it and they don't like it, you know, they'll either not respond or they'll say no. And you move on. That rejection is fine. And so... Uh, or you yeah. get a killer solo. Or you get a really cool <laughs> solo. So, yeah, don't be afraid to just, you know, and that's that, that's advice for myself, you know, if, to reach out uh, and uh, yeah, I'd also, involve people. I'd say, like, just try to learn as much as possible. Like, I have just drowned myself in, like, production tutorials on YouTube. And I've learned so many different things that I would have done differently on La Bruja now. Um, sure. That just would have made it better, that much better. So you just keep learning, and every song just gets better and better. But for La Bruja, I'd, I don't know. I just, I guess I would have gotten a real like, uh, what's that thing called? There was like a melody for the guitar that was software. I would have just gotten a real guitarist to do it, something okay. like that. Mm-hmm. So sure, I yeah. prefer real instruments over software instruments that yeah are better off as real instruments like guitar and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, they're almost always better. It, like if you have a, a synth that sounds like a guitar, the guitar is usually yeah, exactly. the yeah. way to go. Um, well, real quick, what's what's uh, one hot production tip <laughs> you would give people? Ooh. Side chaining. Side chaining. What's that? I don't also, even know what that is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm probably not going to be good at describing it, but it's basically like it lowers the levels of like if your voice comes in, you can like side chain it to the kick drum or something. So when the kick hits, it like lowers the kick so your voice comes through. Oh, it's interesting. Like so it's yeah. not as muddy. It, it really stops muddiness. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong, and everyone will like send you messages. Judge you, but it's something like that. <laughs> no, that's great. But yeah, yeah. And then I guess uh, the whole the whole concept of like masking, and this is something I learned in sound design courses for film. Uh, you know, if you've got heavy, chunky bass, and your your vocalist has got this deep, you know, bass tenor whatever going on. Uh, you're gonna have some issues, mm-hmm. and so you gotta you gotta finesse that. Look, you know the frequencies. You don't you don't you don't want what's called masking, where they're both kind of in the same frequency yeah. range. So you you kind of want to spread spread the range. Oh, hello, kitty. Hey, kitty. <laughs> you want to spread the range, and uh, you look at your look at the big picture. Cool. All right. Well, thanks so much, guys. Uh, Chesapeake's check out their music. There's gonna be a lot of good stuff coming out. Um, and the name of the film company one more time. 1027 films all right 1027 films for for all your wedding needs and uh thank you guys so much thank you so much for having us thanks again to the chesapeake's for coming on the show i really like their music i hope they keep it up as well as the video work it'll be interesting to see what they do with it and don't they have awesome voices for radio very good stuff very good stuff before I sign off for this episode, I want to update you on some Santa Labrada dates, uh, as I uh, periodically remember to do. I'd really like to remember to do it more often. But anyway, so our next one is coming up this weekend as this goes live. So hopefully you'll have heard this before then. We're playing Hamden Fest Saturday, September 21st. There's going to be so many great bands there. There's going to be a lot of that you've heard on the show. Plurals is going to be there. Reindeer is going to be there. And Holy Fingers is going to be there. And actually, I, uh, it's funny. I ran into Dave from Holy Fingers at the guitar show yesterday. Uh, nice to run into you, Dave. I don't know if you listen to this, but I hope you're doing well. <laughs> okay, so then next month on October 26th, we're going to play our first show at Rituals. And that's going to be with Low Tide, Woven In, and Company Calls. Company Calls has been on the show. We had a great talk. So that's October 26th at Rituals. Hope to catch you at those And thanks so much for listening, as always. Talk to you next time.